Did you actually win Rolling Stones I, I did. Uh, tickets on that thing I you sure tagged did. me in? That's fantastic. Are you gonna go? Yeah, I'm actually gonna buy tickets though, because they're not gonna. Be, they're probably not gonna be good tickets. But oh, right, okay. This is Rick life. This is this is how Rick lives. Yeah. I won tickets, but they're not gonna be good enough, so I'm gonna buy better tickets. You know, so you can just sit in the. I got seats. a. I got a net. I mean, I'll take the free ones. Well, you and Ryan can go. Yeah, you can probably, right? we can probably work that up. Well, yeah, it depends. Yeah, we'll go. Is it gonna be here? Yeah. I don't have to go to Denver or nope. anything. It's going to be away. Rick went to an away game. Rick went to an away Rolling Stones concert, right? No. It's going to be an away game. Who did you go to Denver to see other than Greta? The strokes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't go to Denver to see Greta. Anyway. Oh, sorry. It's an away um, game. We, uh, Bill, do you like the strokes? I don't well, know. We should play the strokes sometime. Oh, um, my God. Are they another uh, one of those British strokes? bands? Steph wants to go see the Stones with me, but I might have to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see how much tickets are, and I might try and sell these ones and recoup my money, or I'll give them to you guys. Because, like, uh, the, the, they're like, oh, you want tickets? And I read the paper, and it's like, uh, prize value of $150, like two tickets, $75 for the Rolling Stones at Lumen Field. Is that outside? Like, is that in the parking lot? There's $75 a ticket. Uh, and you guys were giving me shit for spending three hundred dollars on a bottle of beer. I'm excited that you did. I it. was. I want to try it. <laughs> I w- I wouldn't spend seventy five dollars on Rolling Stones tickets. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <sighs> Bill, The Grateful Dead, American Beauty, The Grateful Dead. You're a big Dave Matthews. You're a big Dave head. Uh-huh. We thought since it's the same kind of stuff. Jam band um, creation, uh, liked lots of guitar tuning type music. We thought we'd <laughs> fire it up for you. Um, I think the problem we're going to have with the dead with you. Now, let's hear the first song and then we'll talk about it. I, I know the problem we're going to have with well, the dead with I do. It'll be interesting to hear you guess at what you think the problem is. It's not the same answer, but is. let's see. Right. Well, because you think the problem is just me. No, no it's not. Uh, We'll get to that for sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Track number one. Here. Box number of one. Rain. Box of Rain. Maybe been seen before through other eyes on other days while going home. So, what do you think of when you hear the words "box of rain"? I don't know. <laughs> I like how you just like you don't even want to have a conversation. You're like, I don't know. Shut up. Let's move on. Okay, no. what were you gonna say, Rick? Um, Bunch of hippie. This is the shit. first time I listened to this just now on like pretty like enclosed headphones, and that sounded way uh-huh. different on these headphones than it did when I listened to it like on my phone earlier. I agree. <laughs> When I listen to it on well, my phone, I mean, or even if, like, you know, I I listen to it from the speaker of my iPhone yeah. too, and now I'm listening to it through good headphones, and it it does sound it sounds better, better you know, um, sure. Well, so okay, 
So I listen to it in my car sure. stereo, which I feel like is better than my phone. Sure, but speaker. it's not better than your headphones. Different. Right. It, because I just I just heard those guys uh on both channels here coming in that I don't you don't I don't hear that. So no. So none of us listen to this album. No, but that's, but I think, I think that unlike actually similar to a movie that people say, Oh, you got to watch it on the big screen. I don't necessarily think that's going to be a great movie. It's just an experience. Right. Um, Right. I think an album, I think an album can sound different and better different ways, but it should be able to be listened to however we can get it. True. Right. But, I would say also that the quintessential Grateful Dead experience is the right. Live so this is this is what I was going to say about is Bill. Is I think that from what we know of that Bill likes, he would enjoy the Grateful Dead more as a live act than he would on a studio album. Interesting. Um, mm, yeah. Bill, do you like do I, you like Dave? I don't like live music. You you do. You listen to Dave Matthews live all the time. Oh, I like listening to live recordings. That's what I'm, yeah, right. You don't, well, which you'd probably like live music if you didn't have to go to a concert to listen to it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or well, like or like have fun. The right. right way to do it. Right. Well, the problem yeah. is that a concert you can't understand what they're singing. Well, it depends on if you know what they're saying. Right. That's that's my point. Is that that if you don't already know the song, you can't hear the it song. It depends on the band, it depends on the venue, and it depends on the seats. Um there's a lot of things it depends on. Um so let's get okay. to track number two before we get okay. to the break. Track number two. Friend of the devil. Ran into the devil, baby, and only twenty bills. Spent the night in Utah in a cave up in the hills. Set out and run, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. I get home before daylight. Just might get some sleep tonight. I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. Took my twenty dollar bill and it vanished in the air. Set out and run, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. Bill, I feel like I might have heard parts of this song before, like maybe in the background in a bar or something. Mm. This is the most streamed song from this album, 103 million streams. Jeez, I'm surprised by that. So... Do you want to know the real problem I have with this album? It It has nothing to do with it not being live. No, is it that it sounds like country music? No, it's that I don't like this guy's voice. voice. Do do you like, who's, okay, we've talked about this before. (laughs) Dave Matthews, that's whose voice he likes. I'm not sipping on haterade here. Dave Matthews does not have a good voice. What would you say? <laughs> okay, let's take a break. We'll come back and think about Dave for a minute. We'll t- I don't want to sure. talk about we Dave. We have to a little bit. And let, I, I will talk about Dave when you listen to a Dave Matthews album. I, we'll talk when we get back. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, 
man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. You said it, not me. Do we take breaks on this show? Um, sometimes. I've never really listened. Um, I I owned Bill under the table and dreaming. I owned Crash. I owned was it Crowded Streets? What's it called? That album. I owned the Dave Matthews solo effort with Grave Digger on it. I forgot what it was called. I dropped off, you know, during the bling blong and the Groo Grux Grig Grow guy album. I've listened to a lot of Dave Matthews. I'm from here. Uh, I can't believe you don't listen to Deedly and the Bling Blongs. Right. So, like, and again, I don't like his early stuff. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so I like Under the Table and Dreaming. Right. And my favorite album is probably the live at Luther College acoustic with just him and Tim Reynolds. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. I'm not trashing on him, but he's just, he's your only touchstone that we can get to right now. Right, that's what you always go to, right. yeah. because you don't, what else do you have? Can you throw something else? Here, you want, here, okay. Let's, let's, let's oh, take a little journey. Here, right, right, play the next Grateful Dead song while I look this, while I go to my, like, playlist, okay? Sure. Uh, uh, we're going to play track number three, Sugar Magnolia. Sweet blossom, come on, under the willow. We can have high times if you look by. We can discover the wonders of nature. Rolling in the rushes down by the riverside. So this is, I think this song is, I think I like this song more than the last two songs we've heard so far. Wait, what was the second song? Uh, friend yeah, of the devil. I like this song better than those two. This is not my favorite song on the album. We'll get to that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like his voice, and I don't like. It is a little country. What for do you? Me, and okay, so here's what I want to say about voice. What do you want from someone's voice? I want clear articulation, which this and I want. Um, and I want range, and I want the voice to be an instrument. So y- not just so you like monitor like he doesn't leave the same octave when he sings. So you want Bobby McFerrin. Mm, yeah. I don't know who that okay. is. The don't worry be happy guy. Jeez. Okay. No. <laughs> he uh, wants Mariah Carey. There, I, I just pulled up I, I just pulled up like my like songs that I have liked as I was listening to Spotify radio or playlists, right? So it's just my liked songs playlist, okay. right? And so I'm looking at Lana Del Rey, The Bleachers, Judah and the Lion, Rick Springfield, The Killers, Billie Eilish, Miley Cyrus, uh, The Disco Biscuits, The Avett Brothers, <laughs> Citizens, so, uh, Haim, I have a, I have a question. Okay, but so, okay. Taylor but Swift. But here's the problem. So, Ra, Ra, so far you've already mispronounced two of the band's names on that list. Like you don't even know who they are. So you just kind of like it maybe. You're not fans of these bands. So you only know one song, right? No, no, no. The Ava Bros. Uh, Haim? Who's Haim? Okay, Haim. <laughs> yeah. Haim. <laughs> I have a question. Yes, Ryan. 
What do you like about Miley Cyrus's vocal range? <laughs> oh man, she's all over the place. She's got she's got power, and she has she doesn't have octaves. She does. She has a high register and a low register. She's probably got a three to four octave range. I'm sitting this out because I love Miley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't dislike Miley, but I'm just you trying can't to call say she out. Doesn't, you can't say she doesn't have range in her voice. <sighs> okay, but she does have. The thing I, is, I feel like you. Yeah, okay. Let's. It's, I guess that's gonna be hard because, like, you just have yet to like anybody's voice. You you hated of you the, like Scott of, you didn't Wyland's like Oasis because of his voice. No, you didn't like Jimi Hendrix because of his voice. The famous singer mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. You didn't yeah. like. Ugh. He likes Stone Temple Pilots because of his. He voice. did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. So we got to get the. Oh, which is what Dave Matthews does. <laughs> Him and Scott Weiland. Right. Okay, I get it now. Now I see where we're. I'm getting there. He'd probably like Nickelback. <laughs> he does. <laughs> okay. Next song. He also likes ACDC. Uh, track number four. Operate. I think she's somewhere down south. Down about Baton Rouge But I just can't remember no number A number I can use Directory don't have it Central done forgot it Got to find a number to use A little ditty? That one I just is like It just seems like a song that you play Like I just picture like a Going down a dust road. <laughs> We're gonna go visit the clan. Yeah. I don't think you can say that anymore. Clan. <laughs> clan. <laughs> I don't know. It's the opposite of a Cadillac. <laughs> Let me talk to you about some of my jeez <laughs> with this album. <laughs> All of them. Track number five. Candyman. Look out, look out, the candyman. Here he comes and he's gone again. Pretty lady ain't got no friend till the candyman comes around again. Okay, you know what I realized when I got to this song on the album? Yes. I know you realize the same thing I do. What? This would probably be a lot better yeah, if I was on drugs. Yes, that is what I realized. You're right. That's exactly what yes. I. That's exactly what I was. I know because that's exactly what it is. You're like, yeah, you I could be real high. I was like, oh, I know why I'm not enjoying this album because I'm not high on pot, staring at a lava right. lamp. Right. Because if you were, oh, this is fine. Right, if I had two inhalies, I'd be a deadhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my thought was, as a non-marijuana enthusiast, was this is what Chat D- GPT would come up with if you said, "Make me a '60s drug band." Sure, but you know, they were. I mean, that's people like they. I mean, they are. It's quintessential, yeah. right? Like this is what this is reference. Did you know for. that the Grateful Dead? pretty much helped like start the internet. Did you guys know that the internet 
is <laughs> please without, elaborate without gore. So the crazy thing about the <laughs> internet, and I don't, I don't, you know that I know a lot about, I know a lot about technology. Everything, yes. All of it. And yeah. I've heard this a lot and it's very interesting. And I don't know how the internet works or what it means or what year this was or how any of this happened. But so it's a series of two. Right. I saw Bill and Ted, so I get it. Um, right. It's not those you, tubes. You know how, tubes, like, but, um, Waterloo! You know how the, uh, <laughs> the two things, the, the two things, science dude, <laughs> the two things that made the internet. <laughs> We should just watch that movie for fun. Did you watch the newest one? Oh, no. we should do that. The two, the two things yeah. that made the internet what they are today is the Grateful Dead and pornography. Right? Pornography has always okay, that porno has always been the like crux of everything. That's at the forefront. That's of why VHS tapes yes. were and beta, and I mean that's why all that stuff happened, right? So apparently, right. that's why the printing press was yeah, successful. Right, I know it's <laughs> weird. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, what what I have heard is that there's this underground tape traders of bootleg Grateful Dead concerts, and it was such a huge thing that they used to trade on the internet, and it got huge. Mm, and it's just mm-hmm, this weird, mm-hmm. like backroom trading thing like and it really was like a right. big they, part of the internet they fueled the yeah. upgrades to the internet because they wanted to trade their bootleg yeah isn't that so crazy <laughs> yeah like it's wild well between that and right porn. yeah right right and probably yeah. you don't want any of those to mix <laughs> jerry garcia <laughs> i mean they probably did you, but you don't, you don't want, want see ron it. jeremy garcia all right <laughs> let's head to the next song <laughs> Don't worry, Bill. You don't have to get them all. That's not Rack a Ben and Jerry's six. flavor, right? <laughs> oh my god! It, <laughs> it's just salty pina colada. Uh, track number six, Ripple. When there is no pebble tossed, no wind to. Low, reach out your hand If your cup be empty If your cup is full May it be again Let it be known There is a fountain That was not made Hands of men. Hands down. This is just like ha- if shut, Raffi stop, wrote songs for Adam. Stop talking. Hands down, <laughs> the best Grateful Dead song ever written. My favorite song on the album. My favorite song they've ever done. Cool. Um, I, I, I C minus. <laughs> fully understand that. I love Rick. this song. I think it's good. And it also helps that it was the final song on Freaks and Geeks. Oh, I did like that yeah. show. This is the song Nailed when she it. gets on the bus okay. to become a Understand. deadhead. This is the song they play when she's leaving. Um, right. I actually, this is, it's tied for my favorite song, but my other favorite song is, I have this thing about some bands that people love. And then when I like them, I think I always like the song that they don't like, or they think is like lame. Mm. Cause my favorite Grateful Dead song also besides this is touch of gray, which you did not hear 
But I feel like that's, it that's is a good, a good one, one, but I feel like that's the biggest sellout song that's there probably one. is. Oh, totally. Like, my is, favorite U2 song like, is The Sweetest Thing. You know, yeah. I don't think that's anybody's favorite U2 song. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so, all right. Next. Okay. That's a great song. And I don't care what you guys say. Track number seven. Mostly lyrically. Broke Down Palace. Going to leave this broke down palace on my So, listening through this album, I truly realized how much drugs the Deadheads are on. Because I didn't really enjoy any of these songs Mm -hmm. at work. (laughs) Right. Like, (laughs) under capitalism. I (laughs) like trying to make dollars. But if I was having no cares and had quite a bit of THC in my system, it'd be all right. I, it'd be a pretty good time. I would time. get you. Uh, I would ask. I'd ask this to Bill, but I know the answer. But Ryan, did you ever have a Grateful Dead phase? No, I, I was never. I always, I always thought they were too far to the hippie side of whatever I was. When I was, about. you know, I never. You know what's interesting? Wanted to be a hippie. What's interesting? Here's here's a thought a thought that I had in the form of a question. Okay. Um, is this a Rick question? This or is this is, this like is to Rick and question? Ryan. This is to the room. Okay. No, no. Is this a question where you have an answer that you want to tell a story about, or is this actually <laughs> no, a no, no? This is well. I'm gonna. I think it's a revealing thing, but like, okay. Prior to us turning on this album no. to do this podcast. How long had it been since you were listening to music personally? Just listening to music. When, when, how long has it been since you listened to music personally? Any kind of music at all. Like, like you intentionally were in control of whether or not you were listening to music and you chose someone to listen to. Before this podcast mm. started. Like today, you mean like. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so like, was it, was it at dinner time? Was it this show, morning? It was, two, I have a question. My answer is two hours ago. Okay. Uh, chose what you were listening to or chose to listen to music. Go ahead and tell us both to save time of me trying to figure out which so, one I want to hear <laughs> before he tells his story. So, uh, during, during my working day, I like to have my Spotify a logarithm play music that is curated towards my taste. Mm-hmm. So, um, two, three, four. Well, what it's it's after ten now. So, eight hours ago, I was listening to what Spotify thought I would like to listen to. Okay. So that's that answer. What I wanted to, what I chose to listen to, was probably mm, about. 
two and a half, three days ago. Okay. Only because of the easy choice versus the right, but but you chose to be listening to music, correct? About six hours ago. Yes. And Rick put on an album that he wanted to listen to about two hours ago. Correct. Right. The I'm just trying to think. It's been at least. It's been one week at least since it's been yeah. six days. <laughs> like I cannot remember. And I know it's been at least seven days since I was like, I want to listen to some music. I may not have listened to anything since I listened to this album, which was probably like 12, 13 days you ago. What do you do in your car? Do you sit in a silent car? Uh, sometimes, or I'll listen to podcasts. Sure. Um, is it fair again? I know that I've said this about movies, but do you just not like music also? <laughs> you know, I, you know what? Like Can I, said, I say something? When I say this, I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but it's actually doesn't have to, it does not necessarily a negative just cause you, right. like you don't have to like movies or music. I know I dislike more music than I like. Right. Probably same with movies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so the medium of both those things kind of just aren't for you. You, Right. I don't, I don't seek them out. Right. So we've forced you to do a podcast in which you have to experience things you don't like. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. Uh, 150 episodes in, we've really figured it out. Yeah, but I, I was just thinking, like, because you, you know, you were asking me, like, well, what do I like? And I'm like, well, it's like the last, not that, the last music I listened to was like either this or maybe I like put on some Christmas music, uh, like Be- because last because week. you're obligated in a way. And like, if I'm, so when I was working on my deck this summer, I would play music. Sure. Right. I would, I do music. As you do when you're working your deck. Yeah. Like when I'm, when I'm doing something and I can put some music on in the background, that's fine. Especially if it's something, especially if it's something loud. I just want to bang on my drum all day. Todd Rundgren. I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, it's just it's just interesting because I don't listen to music very often. And so like as someone who And I grew up I in a house where we never listened to music. Right. No, and we know this. How many and so this how many, trying to experience how many books do you read a year for pleasure that you have not read before? Um Probably like twelve or thirteen. Um, in the I, and those are all in the summer, pretty much. So, like in the summer, I'll tear through a book a week. Right. So you are in you for the nine months out of the year. You're not listening to music or choosing movies to watch. What are you doing in that space? Is it all just podcasts and audio? Like what's what's happening? What's what's filling your uh? your negative space around you? Well, a lot of my work 
is talking to people and conversations or studying or writing. Sure. Right. And so a lot of that is done either in, in conversations, obviously with other people or in, in quiet. And I don't have music going in the background. And then, um, you know, like I watch, I watch TV shows and movies with my family, but not, one a day, right. not every day, right. right? And and if you look at like my if if I look at the last like 4 months, I mean it's been it's been get up, go to work, come home, make dinner and then volleyball and, or and soccer during, or and during dinner, you know. You're not you don't when you're cooking, you don't have music on. Not usually. Okay. Sometimes. Are you alone? Sometimes. Okay. So you al- you'll alone cook without music on. Yes, that's it. that's crazy to me. That's wild. Why would you not have music on? Because I'm thinking. But you can you can think you can't think with music on in the background. You don't have to sing along. No, I can't. I can't. But I'm just saying. You can like, dance. You I, can dance I, and I like just, whip the flower and stuff and like throw it around. I dance without music <laughs> all the time. Whip the flower. <laughs> whip the flower. That's what you do. You, um. No, I just I don't need a constant. Do I don't way. need the constant soundtrack of my life playing. Sure. Okay. So this comes to an interesting thing. I'm not afraid upon. of my silent thoughts, Rick. I, well, you should be. I've talked to you <laughs> well, before. Yeah. No. This this leads right into what I was what I was uh, going to bring up is uh, there's been a study that's that's found that there are. Fifty percent or more of people in the world do not have a inner monologue, so they live their life as it is presented to them, and they don't have that's a weird. Inner, yeah, that's crazy. An inner track that says that analyzes what's going on, and and from what your responses are, I take I take it that none of you have that experience. Oh no, I constant I, inner monologue. Constant yeah. inner, lo- inner monologue Actually, for me. If so I'm being so. honest, Rick, when you say, what am I doing when I'm cooking <laughs> yeah. and not listening to yeah. music, I'm pretending that I'm the star of a yeah, cooking right, show. Yeah, right. You're I'm like up. explaining what I'm <laughs> sure. doing and how, no, to, right. how to chop right. the onions and how to make this dish. Yeah. Yeah. No, me yeah. too. Except, except yeah. mine's probably more of a sitcom. And someone's watching <laughs> me cook the meal while I listen to my music and dance around and whip the flower around. Sure. Well, and mine's <laughs> whip the flower, and mine's more like, oh, I could be doing this so much better. Like, oh, so and so does this so much better than I do. Oh, this is terrible. These onions are totally chopped shitty. Ugh. Yeah, no. Hey, we have Ryan's, three more tracks Ryan's on this album. Screaming at himself like Gordon Ramsay in his head. <laughs> it's fucking This raw. is fucking dog food. What are you doing? You're crazy, mate. Uh. I'm I'm Kevin James slipping on a banana peel. And I'm Bobby Flay. <laughs> right. What are you gonna do? Track number eight till the morning comes. Tell you what I'll do. I'll watch out for you. You're my woman now. Make yourself easy. Make yourself easy. Make yourself easy. Thank you. 
So, what does make just, yourself when easy I was in high, get high? When I was in high school, <laughs> I so I you know I was a big you know I all the Seattle bands you know the Soundgarden's, Alice in Chains is of the world were all my stuff. I wasn't a Pearl Jam guy for a while. Yeah. I became a Pearl Jam guy later in life. Um, for a while, I quit listening to hip hop music at one point and I started listening to the, the grateful right. dead. And I did that for probably, I mean, you know, it's weird. Cause when you think about high school, I feel like it was a best five years of your life. <laughs> I right? feel like it was a long <laughs> period of, you know, like I went through a grateful dead phase, but it probably was weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It probably wasn't, it wasn't two years, but it felt so right. long. Right. Cause relative, relative to, to the five and a half years, six years of high school. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a year is a lot, you know, it's a sixth of your high school life. Mm -hmm. Um, Which when you're 15 is a third of your life, high school. Right. (laughs) Right. So when I, when I say this, so I had a Grateful Dead phase and then uh, a couple hip hop artists came out, Master P and then the Cash Money Millionaires were, they brought, they brought me back Mm. to the, the fun side of life. And then I, and I didn't, that's when I. I became like a bill and realized I could just do whatever I wanted to, you know, I didn't feel like I had mm. to only like this stuff because this is what I like, you know? Right. So you understood that you're, you had self-determination in what you liked as opposed to falling into a click. It's really hard to navigate those waters of like, you know, you're a person who listens to, you know, you listen to the cure and the clash mm. and any other band that starts with C <laughs> and the cars <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, and then your friends all do that too. And you all have black hair and lip piercings and stuff. So they find out you listen right. to this other they you know, you listen to, you know, Eminem or Miley something. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, you're not cool anymore, you know? So you have to mm-hmm. navigate right. those waters, but that's, I was able to do that pretty quickly. Um, anyway, so that, I went through a grateful dead phase. I'm going to tell you something, guys. What? I never worried about whether or not I was cool. No, my whole we can life. tell. <laughs> and look how it worked out for you. You know what? That's what made me cool. No, and what makes me cool it's today? Not though. As as we see your khakis and State Farm polo, uh-huh. <laughs> that's what made think, you. cool. I think that there's a point where you actually, as a person, we'll get into this. You say that you don't can we can we background this conversation with the last few grateful dead tracks so that we don't have to this, keep this thing going too long let's do one more then we'll come back to this bill being cool thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, track number nine addicts of my life when You know what? Let's go one more. Every song sounds so cool when it starts, and then when they come in with the vocals, I'm let down. <sighs> I feel like you need to be on heroin to enjoy. It would help. Song. Yeah. Let's go to one more. It's it's it sounds like the way Wayne's World would describe the shitty Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Track number ten, Truckin'. Everybody likes this song. Arrows of neon and flashing marquees out on Main Street. Chicago, New York, 
Everyone likes that song in a way. It's fine. <laughs> Is that the last song? Yes. Okay. Thank All right. Lord. So Bill being cool. Here's where I think that mm. Bill is get back to that not telling the whole story. Because what I think actually happens with someone like Bill is he says, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but you think about this deeply for a minute. Okay. You say, I don't care what people think about me. That's what makes me cool. I don't think that's true. I think that you've discovered that being a person who is anti being cool makes you cool. You go, you don't care what people think you go hard to make sure people know that you don't care. That's the difference. Like someone could walk around a room and just be like, not caring. Right. But you'll definitely wear a pink tie dye unicorn shirt and say, <laughs> look how much I don't, I can't care. find my, <laughs> look how shirt. much I don't care. I'm gonna bring it to Texas. <laughs> uh, look how much I don't care about this. I'm going to wear this shirt. You're not wearing the shirt because you like mm-hmm. it. You're wearing it because you want people to know that you don't care that they think you shouldn't wear it. Right. It's the it's the anti-social, anti-social club. Right? Right. Do you agree with that? It's not a bad thing. It's not, it's you've gone, you've gone so far. You're like the fringe to it. Yes. To to an extent. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. That that I'm specifically going to push the envelope of like. Like what I wear and and how I talk and what I'm excited about because I want to make sure that I stay out of that area of falling into that, oh, what are people going to think if I do this or do that? Right, right. Um, and I'm a fan of Hitler. Sure. Uh, <laughs> See, I don't care what people think about me, but we have different, like, uh, there's there's things that I prefer to do that... Uh, you you would consider caring what people think because I do I sure. I, I do care what's I care about my I care about my surroundings. I fell into that for a while though. Like for a while, I really fell into like managing expectations and really caring what people think. Mm-hmm. Right, and what happens is you end up not being authentic if you fall into that if if you if you fall into it too hard if you go down that road too far it's i'm always whoever i'm with wants me to be or what i think that they will expect from me you sure. know and i i remember like when i was in my early 20s i was on a road trip with this guy and we had just met and we were, we were working with some kids and there's some kids in the back of the van and and he and i are driving in the front of the van and um, he turned to me. The goal of that game was definitely balls to balls. <laughs> and he, he turned to me and he goes, he goes, hey, I have a question for you. Do you pee in the shower? Hmm. Right? And I, don't, I didn't even like know this guy. And, and I was like, do you pee in the shower? And he was like, I'll tell you, but you have to tell me first. And I was like, uh, no, I don't pee in the shower. And he was like, I totally <laughs> pee in the shower. And then I'm like, of course I pee in the shower. <laughs> Why would I say I don't pee in the shower? Like, okay. Right. And it was, it's one of those, and like, it was just one of those moments where I was like, why would I try to respond in a way 
that I was like, well, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be embarrassed. And I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like that feeling of not being as honest as I could have been because I didn't want to be embarrassed. And I was like, you know what? If I just embrace embarrassment, if I make it so that I can't be embarrassed, then I can be totally free to be who I am no matter who I'm around. So yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's no, intentionally to be countercultural, but I would say it is to avoid the trap of embarrassment that prevents me from being authentic to who I want to be. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. And that, as we can all agree, is what makes me. Good. That's what we learned. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode. <laughs> and this is the final episode of the This Education to we Build made podcast. Him cool. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's uh, what we learned from Jerry Garcia. All right. Let's let's go around the table. Away, Bill. What did you give this album? Oh, uh, I don't like this album. I give it a forty-one. Okay, forty-one. Ryan, what do you give this album? Rick. Oh, you're yeah. on for me first. I am going to give it a thirty-nine. I'm going to give wow. it even worse. Than I'm going to give it like a I don't know, probably a thirty. I like this the best. Wow. Well, no, I guess I can't. I guess I guess I can't say that because you don't like any song of this album more than I like Ripple. Right. So I guess I got to go one higher than you. I Sounds I good. like this plenty. It's fine. It's 42. Sure. Let's go with that. I, 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 I swear if we were all druggies, if we were all high and just hanging out in lawn chairs by a pool, right. we would love this right. album. No, I agree. Like, I don't think this is terrible. It's just not for me. I own, right, I, I, I own this album. I like, I have a greatest hits album of The Grateful Dead. And I would, I like those songs. There's about 10. They have tons of songs. I don't care about listening to any of them. I don't listen to them live. I don't want to go see them in concert. I'm just, it's just not my bag. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like fish. I don't like these. Uh, I've never heard. Fish. Okay. Well, we don't need to um, jam band, <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. It's, it's fine. So it's just not for me. 41. Yeah, I, I wait. I need, I need to change it. I got to go back to back to 30. Cause I can't compare it with bill. That's not how this works. Right. You're don't, 30. don't let me, don't let me answer? change who you right. are. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's score of 41 degrees in the thermometer puts it directly above Appetite for what Destruction the f- uh-huh. and also Hotel California both at 39 that and directly below who, Are You Experienced at 50 Who Who's Appetite for Destruction? Guns and Roses oh, yeah. Sweet, Child, yeah, Sweet Child of Mine Paradise City No, that song's really good yeah, okay, so Paradise City. Uh, welcome. This was below Jay Appetite for Destruction, No, right, it's Ryan? above it. Uh, above? Mm, I, two deg- okay, two then I got to bump it down. Yeah. I got to bump it Thank down you. to like 36. Thank you. It's not, it's, not as good as, it's not as good as Hotel California either. 36? I didn't like Hotel California. Ooh. There's, there's like a the break here. There's a break for here, Destruction. Um. The next, the next highest uh, uh, to thirty six is Nirvana. Never mind at thirteen. Okay. <laughs> he gave Sergeant Pepper a thirty. 
So this is this is the pre um, okay pre Excel. Am list. I dismissed? No, you have three minutes. <laughs> You're fine. Um, do you, well his your music Clamavers never changed, has it, Bill? I don't. I don't remember. There there are a few episodes that are not on the. You know, Excel I have them right here. Do you want them? And they haven't all been like sequential. Sergeant Pepper is thirty. Dark Side of the Moon is eighty. Dark Side of the Moon okay. is eighty-five. Uh, yeah. Oasis. I pick up at Appetite for Destruction. That's the Oasis first one I is have. sixty-four and a half, and Rumors is seventy-three. Cool. That's what I have written down. Does that change anything? Well, are, the, are those on your list? No, okay, my Adam. I, I should. <laughs> we'll do it next time. All right. Well. Uh, good night, guys. The dead. Bye, Bill. Bye. Don't die. Oh. The dead. Get it? Grateful Dead. Okay. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com.
Another dream. 